After years of wedded bliss, Nick couldn't take it any longer. Melissa, through no fault of her own, had grown up in a home without cable TV or a VCR. If that last sentence confused you, Google it. This had resulted in her having very little pop culture movie knowledge. In order to right this injustice, the duo will watch and discuss movie after movie until Melissa has caught up with the zeitgeist of her generation. Welcome to their journey. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. Can't wait to hear what we're watching. Uh, really? Like after last time, are you excited or are you apprehensive or what are you? Um, a, a bit noivous. You noivous? <laughs> I don't know what a noivous is. Oh, um, it's actually, you know, nervous. Yeah. Yes. Oh, nervous. Okay. Yes. Is it like a regional nervousness? Is that what that is? <laughs> noivous? Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, without further ado, do you, do you have any idea what we're about to watch? No, I don't know. Like none? No idea. Nothing buzzing around in your mind? Oh, probably a Freddy Krueger movie, actually, if I think about it. Why would I do that to you? I don't know, but you you would. Uh, okay. Um, you're wrong. Thank you very much. Goodness. Um, <laughs> we are going to watch a movie called <clears throat> The Fly. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Why are you covering your mouth? Oh, no. Because I know, you know a little bit about the movie. What do you? So you've heard of this one? Yes. Okay, tell what do you what do you know about it? Jeff Goldblum. Uh-huh. And it's the same director that directed The Fly. I mean <laughs> It is the director who directed The Fly. That is absolutely true. Sorry. But not, you know, the 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 Brood. It's the Brood director. Oh. What's his name? What oh, oh is that surprising to you? No, uh you're assuming something about which fly we're watching. Okay, when do you think this movie was made? What do you mean, which fly? Isn't there only one? <laughs> nope. The fly? It's Hollywood. There's remakes which and remakes. Which one are we watching? Uh, I guess you'll have to find out. Oh my gosh. So you think we're watching one with Jeff Goldblum, okay? Yes. And when do you think it was made approximately? Like 79. 79. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. What else do you know about the film, though? Let's keep going. Sorry. Um. Yeah. That's it. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and the guy who directed The Brood. Yeah. Is that? Okay. So it's weird and goopy. There's going to be lots of fluids. <laughs> weird and goopy and lots of fluids. That's what I think. That explains so many times <laughs> in my life. Okay. Um, wow. Puberty. Okay. It's, pu it's, it's, about, it's a puberty. It's puberty. It's about puberty. <laughs> okay. I was thinking more like childbirth, but um, okay. Ha so... How are you feeling about watching this one? I've kind of wanted to avoid it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because I think it's gross. You think it's gross? I think it's going to gross me out. Okay. This is definitely, if if we are mm. watching The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, mm -hmm. I anticipate closing my eyes a lot. <laughs> so you have, we have like a pillow ready for you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, wow. All right. I love the apprehension I'm seeing in your face right now. I, it makes me wish we were recording video on it, but we're not, obviously. Okay. So, all right. We're, any words or parting thoughts on this one? Help. <laughs> That's really funny. And you have no idea how funny that is, actually. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you later how funny okay. that is. Okay. Um, okay. So, 
I kind of want to use your goopy as the words, but what words would you use to just like capture impression of what you're thinking with the film? Lots of fluids. Lots of fluids. <laughs> let's just go with lots of fluids. Okay. All right. Let's um let's do it. Let's hope we don't get any fluids on us. Oh man. Okay, let's just get it over with. All right, let's go check it out. Okay. Wow. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? I survived. I'm feeling really proud of myself, actually. Are you? I am. Why are you so proud of yourself? <laughs> I made it through. I closed my eyes a lot. I looked away a lot, but <laughs> it wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. Hang on. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, <laughs> please continue. I don't want any flies in our house ever. No? No. <laughs> uh, okay. You made it through. Um, you're proud of yourself. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Do you want to give us like a quick summary of, of what we just witnessed? Sure. Gladly. Um, so the movie opens with Dr. Brundle, played by Jeff Goldblum. Um, mm, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> Veronica, yeah, sorry, <laughs> who is played by Gina Davis. Gina Davis, I don't have an impersonation for her. Sorry. Aww. And yes, that was a Jeff Goldblum impersonation. I'm probably going to do it more because I can't <laughs> help myself sometimes. <laughs> well, he's just so great. You want to impersonate him the way he talks. <laughs> um, mm, yes. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Okay, so it opens with Dr. Brundle and this uh -huh. woman named Veronica. Yeah. They're at a party. They're all flirty, flirty. Is that what that was? The party or the flirty, flirty? The flirty, flirty. Uh, it was a little flirty. Okay. All right. And... Good to know you know what that looks like. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> so he's like bragging about some scientific accomplishment. And he's like, well, why don't you just come back? To the to my place and check it out. So she does. Totally a line I used to use in college, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Check out this major breakthrough I made. Mm -hmm. this, this major breakthrough. It's just, it's very it's just yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you, <laughs> Doctor Brundle. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. So they go back to his place, uh -huh. and it looks like a legit lab that he also lives in. Yeah. And there's these weird like pod looking things that are mechanical. Uh -huh. And so as like a a way to show her what they're all about, she takes off a stocking and puts it in one. Is that part of the flirting by the way? Oh yeah, I think that's I think that's part of the flirting. Well, he asked her for something that was personal. Right. That she could take off. That she could take off and she took off a stocking. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, um he typed some things into this really old school, awesome computer, clickety clackety. It was super advanced for when it was made. But yes, keep going. Yeah. Um, and then her stocking disappears. Or so she thinks. She's like, what did you do with it? But he actually teleports it to another pod where it is there waiting. Mm -hmm. And she's like, whoa, this is crazy. Asking him questions. Oh, turns out she's a reporter oh. recording the whole conversation and trying to get oh. a story on him. Well, she didn't start recording until she thought it was real. Then she immediately started. But yes. Okay. So she sees there's something here. She's like starts the recording and he gets upset and he's like, what? No way. Mm -hmm. And she leaves. 
mm-hmm. and goes straight to her editor the next morning. Who is it the next morning? I thought it was like the same night. And you're like, why is this guy in his office at like 10 o'clock at night or whatever? He was in his office later at night and another part oh, okay, of the movie. Okay. Right. But this was like the next day. Yeah. And it was like snowing outside the window. Keeping you honest. This is journalistic integrity here. Doing my best. Yeah. All right. Keep the questions coming. Okay. So then <laughs> she brings it to her editor, who also happens to be an ex-boyfriend. Oh, Thus the love triangle is yes, formed. Yes. <laughs> It was quite the triangle. Yes. <laughs> um, and he's like, not believing her. This couldn't be real. Jeff Goldblum comes in and he's like, I've got a deal for you. What if you follow me, record everything I'm doing? Because I, it's a great breakthrough, but I haven't yet transported living material. Yeah. He doesn't say this in front of the editor, by the way. Right. This the editor just, storms yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yep. So she's like, sure. Sounds great. I'll just hang out with you all the time, recording you, and... Sounds like a healthy relationship. Be there. Yeah. <laughs> the the journalistic, I don't know, code of staying uh-huh. away from your source, like... Yeah. Your source. Sars. Your source. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's, they get a little cozy, and she breaks they some get, rules, though. They get a little cozy. Is that... Well, okay. yeah. All right. All right. So... Okay. Then she's following. He's like, all right, we're going to test this on a living thing. Mm-hmm. The first monkey doesn't make it. Those monkeys were so interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah. The second monkey, though, second mm-hmm. monkey makes it. Mm. Seems to be okay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just need to test out the monkey, make sure the monkey's okay. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm onto something. Then, like, you get the story, you get the scoop, and we're all, like, millionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, they become this cozy couple. Within the course, I mean, in the movie, it's within a 10 minute span, probably. But I think we agreed technically, like in the movie timeline, it was probably, I don't know, a month or a couple weeks. There was some like. Or some time. It wasn't just a day. Yeah. There was a little time Mm -hmm. build up there, I guess. Yeah. So then getting to the good part. Yeah. Um. Her editor kind of creeps back in and he's like going to steal the story, basically. And so one night she's like, oh, man, I can't let this happen. I'm not going to let this guy steal my story. So she goes out. Okay. And what? You don't believe me? Well, no. She (laughs) – is that what triggered her to do it? Yeah, he sent her. He sent her the fake cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like a proof. But he's not doing it to steal the story. He's doing it because he wants her back. He's jealous. It's the love triangle. It's not like he wants to be famous. Yeah, he was trying to manipulate her. So she had to go nip that in the bud so she could have happily ever after. So she rushes out and Dr. Brundle, Jeff Goldblum, is Mm -hmm. like, "What?" he's talking to the monkey. He's like, what did I do? Oh, there's another man. Is she going for him? Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And- out of desperation and foolishness, he's like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to send myself through right now. He'd also been drinking. but yeah. He, Oh, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. So he climbs into the pod, starts the whole process mm. of transportation, but he doesn't realize that. Teleportation. Te- uh, teleportation. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't realize that a fly is in the mm-hmm. pod with him. Mm-hmm. The computer gets confused. It does. And it ends up splicing the two together. So Jeff Goldblum spliced together with a fly. What's not to love? 
<laughs> well, at first it doesn't seem so weird. It's pretty awesome at first. Right. Like he has like new energy, mm-hmm. um, new appetite for all things sugar. <laughs> yes. The stamina is remarkable. Exactly. Um, he literally does those 80s like, uh, not 80s, but I think of, when I think of the, ba- is it the the Olympic sport where they're like twirling on the bar? What's yeah, that one called? The bar. Parallel. No, but it's like parallel. <laughs> Uneven bars. Uneven bars. Uh, he just does that in the middle of the lab, which... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I have so much energy. I need to start doing Olympic sports. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's not so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like this new energy. And he's like, you should go through two mm-hmm. to, you know, his woman, Veronica. Mm-hmm. And Veronica smartly is like, no, I'm not getting in there. Mm-mm. And she sees the warning signs. Yeah. But the film follows his like what would you call it, degradation or his transformation Yeah, uh, into a human that's a fly? I don't know. Yeah, he, yeah, transformation's okay. Degradation, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of those apply because mm. it's it's gross. <laughs> it's not pretty. <laughs> oh, that's true. It's not. But nature rarely is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Moving ahead with my summary, I will wrap it up. Sure. Um, this is like Cliff Notes stuff. So if there's any students out there, this is some good Cliff Notes. <laughs> so Veronica finds out that she's pregnant. <gasps> uh, and they have to deal with that. And it turns out the weird editor ex-boyfriend who was at first a total jerk mm-hmm. kind of becomes a hero and helps save her. <laughs> My favorite, I think my favorite part of watching the movie was when I said, oh, hey, look, he's redeemed himself. And you looked at me and said, no, he hasn't. (laughs) (laughs) He was so jerky Uh, in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. But (laughs) at the very, like, towards the end, he could have just peace-outed. And he didn't. He stayed and he's got... Some consequences as a result. Yeah, so, true. Yeah. Well, the movie ends so abruptly. It's like, boom, over. I yeah. Mean, that's what it's that's like. That's my summary, too. That's what it's like with flies. <laughs> they're frenetic and they're moving and there's all this angst and emotion and ew. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you just get it. and It's done. <laughs> so. Wow. So how, how do you feel now that you've watched this film? Yeah, I feel still proud of myself that yeah. I made it through. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually enjoyed a lot of the film. Ah, yeah, that was another thing that surprised me. You said that, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you enjoy about it? Well, Jeff Goldblum's acting was really great. Yep. Fun. It's just fun to see him. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. And Gina Davis was also really, really good. They were both really young. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know if it was pre Buckaroo Banzai or post Buckaroo Banzai. Mm-hmm. Post maybe? I don't know. But yeah, they're both really young. So I liked their act. Their acting was great. What year was this made in? Do you remember from the credits? Cuz your guess was 1979. Oh man. What did the credits say? I, 86. Oh, it was 1986. Yeah. Yes. Woohoo. <laughs> I got it right. Go memory. <laughs> yeah, 1986. Um I can't, uh, this is like, this is your nerd street cred, really. Like, was Buckaroo Banzai before or after 1986? I don't know. I want to say before. 
You do, do you? I, I do. So that is what I am saying, because that is what I want to say. You want to pick a specific year? This is like throwdown challenge. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would have guessed 1985 if I had to guess. Okay. It's 1984. Oh, hey. So, so yeah. You were, I mean, literally there's, I don't know, 80 years worth of film history that your summary, your guess could have been. So I guess congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was being the arrogant doctor for a moment there. Um, speaking of arrogance. Played, yep. Played by Cronenberg himself. Oh, yes, actually, <laughs> that was a good Easter egg. Um, what else did you enjoy about the movie? Um. Oh my gosh. Can I just say, I loved all the clothes that Veronica wore. I mm. was like, mm. I want that outfit and I want that outfit. Mm. And it was like Cosby show sort of clothes, but better. Uh, oh, they were great. I loved the fashion. But better. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they were like, she was a metropolitan woman in the 80s. So she had some very nice duds. And when they were dating, like mm. in the early you know, maybe pre-gross phase. Pre-gross phase. <laughs> she goes out to buy him a leather jacket, like as a gift or something. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's what you do. You go out, you're in love, you buy a leather jacket. So that's kind of how it was. Yeah. No, I really liked the fashion. The acting was awesome. Yeah. And the technology is mm -hmm. fu was fun. Yeah. I love seeing things that go like clickety-clackety and... Beeping, whooshing. I love the doors hiss open. Clickety clackety. <laughs> oh, I love your the way you describe things. Um, so did you ever think you would say the words I you're shaking your head no? What am I about to say? You know what I'm about to say? That I liked the movie. That you nope. liked a David Cronenberg film. I, I never thought that. <laughs> but okay, so now that I have two to compare, yeah. I will say that like his movies, mm, they don't get to the gross both of them mm -hmm. didn't get to the gross things until the quite late in the movie yeah and so you have a lot of time to enjoy most of the film agree yeah I, i've seen uh, at least five or six of his films and really yes. mm -hmm. five or six yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. what other ones have you seen i'm not telling you <laughs> you crazy it's yeah. like saying oh i got a million dollars in the bank you're like what's the code <laughs> to your lockbox okay. no i'm not because you're going to see some of them. <gasps> no, Spoilers. I'm going to see more. <laughs> uh. I don't know. It depends on how I feel. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, I was so proud of myself. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, uh, again, this is like a calibration. I've told you this with the last with us last week. It's like I'm calibrating. Mm. And I know what you can and can't take and all that stuff. So anyway. So, yeah, his films I've noticed out of the two I've seen. Mm -hmm not knowing how many more there were. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you get time to just like relax and watch it and not have to be on guard mm -hmm. until much later in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what would you rate this one for you? Like in the realm of, you know, you usually t talk about like context about when you would want to watch it, like a date night movie. <laughs> 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 or I don't know. Watching okay. with your grandparents. This is a feeling brave, mm, let me think, um, maybe nostalgic. Like if you're feeling nostalgic for the 80s, this is a good one. Um, and like knowing that you'll have to just like look away for the last third of the movie. 
<laughs> yeah, you did look down for a lot. Um, you, you would see wind-ups for certain things and just look down. Yeah. And I had to tell you it, it was over at certain points. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. I would have said date night movie, but, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're mean. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, how do you think this movie, like, was, what do you think people thought about it when it came out? Hmm. I think that if I were watching it at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah, 1986. I think that would have been really hard to watch still. Hmm. <laughs> because it was, it, it just really like focuses the camera on the gross stuff. It was really impressive, though. The creature feature type stuff yeah. that it did. It was very good. Yeah. How long did Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. sit in makeup for those last scenes? That, yeah, that I don't, I don't know. But the full body outfit for him was pretty intense. It was, yeah. Yeah. And he starts, you know, he loses his teeth. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. He, he, he regurgitates. The regurgitation is. With acid. Yes. Like. Things coming out of his mouth. What did he call himself? <laughs> Brundlefly? Brundlefly? Br- I Brundlefly? think that was it. Yeah, because Brundlefly can't digest, so he has to pre-digest all of his food. Right, yeah. So Even the way, like, I'm sure the prosthetics helped when he was in the different makeup, but the way he talked when he was that far advanced, mm-hmm. his voice, the way he changed his voice was cool. Yeah, it was noticeable mm-hmm. because his voice is so distinct, mm-hmm. so you could, yeah. it was really obvious that it was different and he was changing. Yeah. Did you think at any point in the movie, oh, hang on, I'm getting ahead of myself, sorry. So part of the thinking about how it was received, uh, just before we started recording, I read this little bit of trivia about the movie, and it was Vincent Price, Mm -hmm. who was in the original, The Fly. Um, Jeff Goldblum like wrote him a letter, and he said, oh, hey, I, I hope you liked it as much as I liked yours. And Vincent Price was, of course, naturally touched that he was, you know, got the letter and he replied after he went to see the film, uh, which he described as wonderful right up into a certain point. (laughs) (laughs) It went a little too far, (laughs) which made me laugh. But I mean, I think like Cronenberg would have taken that as a compliment. Oh, totally. Like, and probably Goldblum as well, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. That's kind of how, that's why I particularly like 80s movies, because it was this era like that. A lot of films were like that. They were just kind of, they had funding. And it was also, it was like guerrilla funding sometimes, where they actually would have a decent budget for things, but there wasn't a whole lot of oversight. And they could just kind of like go crazy and do whatever they wanted to do. You could tell. Yeah. And this movie too, like, I think I said this a couple times, this to me feels like a mainstream Cronenberg film. Like, it was not um, compared to some of his other stuff. And you saw The Brood. Right. Which yeah. also, I don't know, for a 70s movie, it was probably kind of mainstream. But the ideas, watching that movie as a modern, you know, 20th cent- 21st century audience member, like, is just, it seems so weird, like in Fringe, but it may not have been in the 70s. Anyway, I'm digressing. So, um, yeah. Do you think the movie holds up well? <laughs> um, I'm no. No? 
Yes, no. Maybe so. It's an 80s movie that okay. is from the 80s of the 80s. Uh-huh. So like, I don't know. I, I always like hit up against this when you ask me, does it hold up well? Because yeah. I don't really know what you mean by that. No. Um, is it like <laughs> yeah, all of the special effects? Okay, so I'm thinking of like the land, the old Land of the Lost that cartoon. That does not hold up well. That does not hold up well. Yeah, that's a great example. <laughs> like really cheesy. Yep. Even though the music was great. Yep. But for this one, yeah, actually the effects were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they are still totally disgusting and you don't yep. know exactly how they're doing it. Yep. Um, so if that's what you mean by that's, holding up well, okay. That's what I mean. I'm going like, to go with that. You can watch it regardless of the year. Of course, if something's made in the 80s, it's going to feel like the 80s when you watch it. You know, like unless you're make unless you're in the 80s, making a movie about a time outside of the 80s. Right. Then it would only feel dated by the technology you see that was made it like made mm-hmm. it like the, used to make it like the effects and things like that. Like, uh, I don't know. A good example is like you watch the Star Wars episode one. Right. Which one was that? Oh, I was waiting for you to say that. The, the CGI in that one looks dated. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. early CGI, you know, like it was one of like, the... Yeah. When we watched The Matrix, the spoon bending, mm-hmm. that yes, was like... Oh. that's dated, yes. Mm-hmm. But the movie holds up well. The story holds up well. The effects are good enough that you can be like, this is still... You can only find a little chink in the armor. Like, mm-hmm. you just like the spoon. So that's what I mean by does it hold up well. Like, if you watched it now, are you distracted? Like, Land of the Lost, the TV show, I know you loved it, but you watch it and you're distracted by how bad the effects yeah. are, right? Yeah. I didn't feel that way at all on the fly. Like, like you said, you're immersed in it. You're like, wow, how did they do that? That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, that's impressive for a movie that's, you know, that old. Have they remade the movie since this one? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> that's why I asked. <laughs> no, they Okay. Oh, interesting. Unless it's under production right now. Like, as far as I know, they have not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Now we know, now you know what I actually mean when I say that. I wonder how long, we're we're six episodes in here, so. I mean, I've brought it up before. Mm. So. Okay. We're good. We're good. Okay, cool. So, it's my favorite question I always ask. Yeah. Messages. What messages do you think <laughs> <they're in> this- <laughs> I always love to hear what you're struggling with. Always get your key back. If you give someone your key (laughs) and you break up, just get the key back or change your locks. But if you don't, what? But what? Well, if she had gotten her key back, then she'd probably be dead right now. For context, we're talking about the boy, the ex boyfriend had a key to her apartment and probably one of the most mansplain sections of the movie (laughs) she says give me my key back very directly and he goes no No. i think i'm gonna keep it (laughs) i think i'm gonna keep it because i may need it later or something like that yeah and he just leaves the apartment he was in the apartment before while she wasn't there taking a shower shower, he went to her apartment to take a shower he had a long day maybe her apartment's closer (laughs) than his house who knows yikes um Anyway, <laughs> that that one moment, if, if she had done that, though, if she had gotten her key back, he probably wouldn't have remained. He may not have remained like in the mix in the movie. And then it would have ended up bad for her. She would have been spliced together with uh, Brundlefly. 
just saying. Brundle, so, Veronica fly. Yeah. I think the... Oh, I didn't want to interrupt you. Do you have more to, like, <laughs> message? Um, other messages. Well, also, just common sense. Like, you should not do science experiments on yourself when you're drunk right. and upset. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. But a larger message, mm -hmm. I'm not sure that I feel that there's a larger message message except that jeff goldblum is awesome it's true yeah. he even had like a mullet in this movie he did, he did. <laughs> a scientist with it, a mullet it was a pretty decent i mean you know me i am not a fan of the mullet but his mullet was fantastic enough that i didn't even think it was a mullet when i was watching it it only looked like a mullet at certain angles mm, yeah yeah and i loved his his like the 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 clothes he had too. What was the material of the coat and the tie and stuff? Like a like tweedy. Tweed and yeah, like uh, it's just very specific. I remember seeing a lot of people in those outfits. Yeah. Um, I agree. The message of the film. Well, I have a real message of the film and then my my joke one. My joke one is don't do science when you're drunk. <laughs> unless the experiment is literally about being drunk. So you probably yeah, shouldn't make life decisions while you're drunk. Uh, two. Hello. Create a failsafe in your software that says, do you detect more than one life form? <laughs> like, come on. I'm just saying. Like, Right. Wow. Yes. Protect the user. Yes. Protect yeah. the user. <laughs> or at least don't be the user. <laughs> uh, but really, like, it, this just plugs into a long line of um, technology slash monster movies gone wrong. You know, mm -hmm. like. Technology is this evil, scary thing. Technology in a lot of movies is the monster. It the things it drives us to do, the things that it that end up happening to us because of like wanting to push boundaries and limits and things like that. So that's the monster in a lot of things. So yeah, the message is don't be greedy. <laughs> don't be greedy. Okay. So um what was your Oh, wow. I have two questions I want to ask. What was your favorite outfit she wore? Because I know you have one in your head. Yeah. High-waisted, belted, <laughs> brown velvet pants with like a shirt tucked in and then a kind of a bigger jacket. Wow. Total, it's totally something Felicia Richard, Richard would have worn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Richard. Richard. Mm -hmm. um, on the Cosby show, it was gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Okay. Now, I'm not saying we just established, I was just curious about that, that last question. We just established that you should check to make sure there's not other creatures in the telepods yes. before you go in. Yes. But if there had to be one that you were spliced with, Whoa. what creature would you want to be in the telepod? <laughs> Whoa. Well, okay, so... Then I already I, have my answer, by the way. You but, already have your answer? Yeah, but I'm not giving it until you give yours. Is it on your shirt? <laughs> it's not on my shirt, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so I have to think about that because not only did he become Brundlefly, mm -hmm. but it was like more fly. Like yeah, the fly part kind of took over. Just kept going. And because yeah. at one point he was like, <clears throat> you need to get out of here, otherwise <clears throat> Brundlefly is going to hurt you. Um, mm -hmm. so if there was an animal that I wouldn't mind kind of becoming, mm -hmm. I'm just going to say cat. Cat? Yes, I love. Well, I mean, think about a cat's life. Uh -huh. 
and their wonderful like ability to sleep 22 hours a day. They do sleep a lot. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So, but then I'd have to get, well, the thought of like cleaning yourself. Ah, you'd get over that pretty easy. Get over that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he got, he got used to regurgitating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. When he spit on the guy on his hand and oh. stuff. Oh, that was so great. Painful. Yeah. What animal would you be spliced with? It's a tie. Oh. I thought of a second one as I was listening to yours. <laughs> you have to pick one. No, I'm going to pick one. Um, immortal jellyfish. <laughs> oh, that's classic. It's a trend. Like the sequoia. I picked sequoia when it was planned. So <laughs> just something that lives forever. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, if it's not, if it's not the more jellyfish, I'd probably pick dolphin. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. Get to explore the sea. All right. Plus, you'd still be quite intelligent. Uh, yeah, echolocation, too. Yeah. You're smart. Uh, you do lots of different... You do a lot of the activities humans do. And yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, that's how I feel about cats. True. Would you come visit me? Uh, are you a cat or a human? I mean, human spliced with cats, so whatever that means. Oh, are we both spliced as the creatures? Yeah. Would you visit me? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'd probably would visit you if... As long as I had my legs. Once I was legless, I probably wouldn't visit much because I'd be in the water. Okay. But okay. we would be star-crossed lovers at that point. <laughs> you would be a cat, and they typically don't like water. And I would be a dolphin. <laughs> it's almost... I can see the movie right now. It's, and then, boom, it's over. And then, End credits. Boom, it's over. <laughs> so, uh, what do they do, the phone booths? Telephones. Oh. Uh, okay. I need an object. Um, say, do you have something uh, on you that's uh, personal that I could use? Something uniquely you? Uh, an item of clothing or jewelry? Key. I'll keep it. For old time's sake. No, no. Uh, listen, Veronica. I've come here to say one magic word to you. Yeah? Cheeseburger.